Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, Tampa Bay sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, April 10th. Welcome to the show. We're going to talk about the Rays with a big win yesterday in the season home opener against the Bronx Bombers. The Lightning with a good win on Thursday night. And of course, we have the Masters coming from Augusta, Georgia. Lots to talk about. The number here is 877-448-7901. We'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I only owed a few thousand, but each time I got a letter, it was worse. I was going to lose everything, my savings, my house, and after this year, it was out of control. Then David called the tax experts at Get a Tax Lawyer. Get a Tax Lawyer can help settle the debt and get you a fresh start. Don't mess with the IRS. Call 800-654-9116. 800-654-9116. That's 800-654-9116. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. You are in the gymnasium. Hopefully you're having a good weekend and had a great week to go along with it. Talking a little bit about the Rays right now. As you know, after about a week or so of uh, Major League Baseball, the Rays have already had a up and down season, if you will. They start off with two wins, followed by four losses and then a huge win against the Bronx Bombers in the home opener yesterday. So if you look at the, the standing so far, and it is early, uh, we're three and four, same record as the Yankees, right there in the mix of everything. Uh, no one's standing out in that division yet. As the season goes on, I'm sure there'll be some uh, movement in the spreads of the different teams. Talking about the Rays, I'd love to know what you think so far. I uh, had a couple pitchers that we saw. We saw Michael Walker, we saw Rich Hill, uh, we saw Archer, of course, Glass now, and, and Yarbrough. Your thoughts on what it's going to take for the Rays to really have some consistency in a week-in, week-out lineup? Because if you look at things right now, I really believe that with the loss of Snell, with the loss of Charlie Morton, there's going to be a lot of pressure. Don't forget, Tyler Glass now, he did look great in the first game this year. Uh, Can he go a whole season and be dominant? You know, that's, that's yet to be seen. Same thing with Ryan Yarbrough. Not sure, you know, what we're going to have with, with him uh, on, a, on a day in, day out basis. Uh, you know, if you go back to 2019, uh, the Rays, they won 96 games. They made the playoffs. Last year, they get in in a shortened series uh, season, get to the World Series. So, you know, watching them so far this year, just a couple couple questions come to my mind. Um, we were always able in those well, last two years, those last seasons, to ride their bullpen. And even, you know, last year with the shortened season and the expanded rosters, it was a little bit different ball game. This year, you know, you're going to have the long season, or at least that's what they're, you know, hoping for right now. So, so we're going to see how that plays out. There'll be a different strategy. And now with Nick Anderson being out for at least half the season, that really hurts our bullpen. So it's going to be um, a real stretch to see 
how far into a game our starters can go. Uh, and again, with analytics rearing its head like it does every game, every situation now, not sure if you're going to see a starting pitcher for us go past six innings. Uh, they may get to a certain pitch count and all of a sudden, you know, the, the bullpen is going to come in. So, you know, yeah, Colin McHugh, you know, of Archer that may see some uh, time in relief this season as well. Um, not quite sure how we're going to be able to, you know, Glass now, can he go a whole season? Uh, the potential is there, obviously, but it's yet to be seen. So I think that we're going to have to rely on the bats this year. A little bit different than maybe the last year, last two years, when we had games where the bats were you know, looking good. Other games, the bats didn't look good, but we were able to uh, mesh it all together with some great pitching and also the defense. I think the defense is still there. I'm not questioning that at all. Although a couple questions out there in you know right field with the Rosarina, um, you know, sometimes that's a little bit of a circus out there. But if you look at what's going on right now, I, I think that we need to get the bats going. Uh, Adamas had a good game yesterday against the Yankees, but uh, and it's early too. But we have to remember that as the season goes on, we're going to have to be able to be more consistent on the offensive side of the uh, diamond. Like I said, the defense is there. The pitchers, we're going to get some good starts out of um, all those pitchers at certain times. Uh, you know, don't forget, Rich Hill is 41 years old. Uh, Archer, uh, when was the last time he had really a good season? So there's going to be a lot of pressure on now and Yarbrough and then our bullpen. So to take some of the pressure off of the bullpen, we're going to have to rely on our bats more so this year than years in the past. Um you know, we also have Wander Franco. Uh, you know, he's there just waiting to come up. Not quite sure when that might be. Uh, again, though, he is 20 years old, so you can't really expect a 20-year-old to carry the offense, although he is really something to watch. And I'm excited that when he does get up here, you're going to see uh, a, a definite spark in the offense. We'd love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. What have you seen so far in the year that uh, makes you feel confident that we can have another run at the American League East title here? Um, the division as well as the American League. And what makes you worry right now that maybe there's a couple um, pieces of the puzzle that we don't have at this point that we need to get. And, and again, like I said, it is very early, uh, six, seven games into the season. So a lot's going to change. And assuming that the injury bug stays away from us, uh, what do you think that we need to do as a team to get more consistent and not have stretches of four losses? Anytime you have a stretch of four losses, it um, is not only... Uh, bad thing for the standings, but from a mental standpoint, sometimes it's hard to get out of a slump like that. So it was nice to see us turn it around yesterday with a big win over the um, our Yankees uh, so far this year. So a couple more games they'll be playing today and also tomorrow. So let's get out there. And uh, they allowed 9,000 fans to get into the stadium yesterday for the home opener. Uh, of course, they have... 
um, protocols in place. So pay attention to what they are and just try to get out and see a game. Again, let me know what you think. Uh, Sports of Power 901. Thoughts on the Rays, what they need to do. Does Cash need to, uh, did he learn anything from last season? Is he going to be the same way as he was last year? Or are there some changes that he's going to have to put in place with the longer season? And uh, maybe not quite the bullpen or the starters that we had last year. We'll be right back to keep the show going on 90.1. Now, in-home or in-office do-it-yourself COVID-19 testing is available to you. And the results are 99% accurate. Save your time and be safe by avoiding the lines and crowds. You can test yourself and your family members at home. Test your employees at work, making sure your workplace is safe. Simply call Citation Bioscience at the number we're about to give you to order your COVID-19 testing kits. When they arrive, follow the simple instructions and send them back to us with our prepaid shipping. Results are ready the next day in 95% of the cases. And remember, they are 99% accurate and reimbursable by your insurance company. Save your time, stay safe, and avoid the crowds. Order your COVID-19 kits now by calling this number now. 800-433-8399. 800-433-8399. That's 800-433-8399. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Talking about the Lightning with a great win on Thursday night with a 6-4 victory over the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, we scored three times in the first six minutes of that game, so that made Vasilevsky's job a little bit easier. He also had 32 saves uh, so it was a great all-around performance by the Bolts, being their record to 27 and 11, uh, 56 points right now in the uh, Central Division. They'll be playing tonight. They have a uh, two games against the Predators. Then they'll be home for, I believe, a six-game homestand. So um, Thursday night, if you look at the game, Coleman, Blake Coleman. Um, Scored 58 seconds into the game. And then Stamkos and Barkley Goodrow scored a minute apart. Uh, and that really put the Blue Jackets down. Like I said, we scored three times in the first six minutes. So uh, McDonough also scored twice. And Ross Colton had a goal as well. So if you look at uh, the team as a whole, whether they're, they're getting back on defense, passing the puck, Yanni Gord had four assists. Goodrow, I think, had two assists as well. It was a great start uh, from the from the time that the puck dropped all the way through. So it's a game, and it's a season of of streaks. Obviously, you're going to have some weeks you don't play as well as others. But if if you look at you know, Vasilevsky in the goal, if you look at what we're doing on defense, if you look at the leadership, when you see Stamkos out there and Hedman, um, you know, there's nothing to worry about with the lightning at this point as long as the injury bug can stay away i don't see any issues with the way that they're playing right now uh would love to hear your thoughts email me sports at power 901.com cooper said that it was a breath of fresh air getting out to a lead like that it kind of took some of the pressure off and uh when you're playing a little bit more relaxed sometimes uh good things happen so like i said uh 56 points right now we'll be playing a Nashville two-game series, try to keep the momentum going, and then go um, come, ha- come home for uh, six games. 
Looking at uh, the rest of the season with the Lightning, what do you think they have to do to, um, you know, improve? What would you do as far as any type of uh, trades possibly? Do you think just uh, stay with what we have and improve? Or would you go out there and try to pick up someone? I would love to hear your thoughts on that if you want to call at 877-448-7901. I believe that they just need to keep on doing what they're doing. I don't see any gaping holes that need to be fixed. I think that um, you know, play everyone, make sure everyone's ready in case there is a situation that comes up where someone has to miss a couple games. Uh, I think Cooper does a good job of managing the players, and I think he has them ready, whether it's the first line, the third line, whatever it may be. Uh, give Vasilevsky a rest once in a while. You don't need to see him there all the time. He's going to be sharp, I believe, so let him tell you when he wants a, a day off and get him some rest. So I think overall, very happy with the way that the Lightning are playing right now. I do believe that they are the most talented team in the NHL. Talent alone doesn't win Stanley Cups. A lot of things have to come together. You have to be able to get a couple of breaks along the way. You have to make sure that your goalie is hot come playoff time. And, you know, you have to make sure that you stay away from the injuries. So I think as long as we do all those things, it's going to be a good rest of the year for the Lightning. So hopefully we can keep the momentum going this weekend. They'll start off tonight and... Uh, keep it going again love to hear your thoughts on what you think let me know 877-448-7901 we'll be right back i want to talk about the masters up in augusta The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Talking a little bit of golf with the Masters right now. It's been an exciting first two days, that's for sure. The um, opening day, let me start with that. When you get to watch um, Jack Nicklaus, Gary Player, and Lee Elder on the first tee with the inaugural drive that they always do there in Augusta. That's what an amazing sight to see that. My takeaway from that is you have Jack Nicholas, who's, you know, 81 years old. You know, you have Lee Elder, that's 86. You look at the shape that Gary Player is in. I'm looking at him and saying, wow, this guy's 85 years old. I bet you could probably still do about 50 push-ups. He's a great, uh, he's always been a, a fantastic uh, health nut, kept himself in great shape. And at 85 years old, let me tell you something, it was amazing to see uh, them out there on that first box. I miss seeing Arnie. Used to always enjoy seeing him out there as well. But when they started playing on uh, Thursday, the first round, Justin Rose, he had a 65 on the first day, went out there at minus seven and led the pack 
uh, most of the day. Uh, like I said, he had a 65. You had um, a couple other people that had good rounds. Hideki Masuyama had a good round, a 69 on Thursday as well. Um, what happened was that if you remember the Masters being played in November, it was a whole different course because it was, of course, winter. You had a, um, a whole different layup with the course as far as it being harder. And Dustin Johnson just ran away with it, with a, um, the way he won. But if you look at what's going on this year, after the first round, you had Rose there. Um a couple of the guys didn't play as well as you would think they would have. But, you know, again, when you start playing four rounds after the second round, things start to shape up a little bit and you get a better idea of uh, obviously who's going to be there and make the cut for the weekend and, and the leaders. So the way it stands going into play today, you have Justin Rose. Like I mentioned, he had a, a great first round of 65 uh, when the average score was about a 74 in the first round, he outpaced the field by almost almost 10 strokes in the first round. He shot a 72 on uh, the second round, got off to a little bit of a shaky start. Then he calmed down, got some pars, and then ended up getting some birdies to be able to um, have a round of even for the day. Shot a 72. So he's the leader in the clubhouse after the second round is over at um, minus seven. He's followed by Will Zalatoris and Brian Harmon, both Americans at minus six. Zalatoris had a 70 and then a 68 yesterday. Harmon had a, a pair of 69s. So both those guys are at minus six. You have Mark Leishman at minus five. He shot a 67 Yesterday, great round. And then Spieth is minus five as well. So you have Leishman and Spieth at minus five. Uh, Jordan shot a 68 after a 71 on Thursday. Uh, you have Brent Wiesberger, who shot a uh, six under yesterday after a 74 on Thursday. He's at four under. You have a bunch of people at four under. You have Weisberger. You have Justin Thomas who shot a 67. You have Tony Finau, who came out of nowhere. He shot a 66 yesterday. You have Siwoo Kim, who shot a 69 as well. He's at four under. Cameron Champs at four under. And Hideki Matsuyama's at four under as well. So at the field's tight right there. Xander Shuffley is at minus three. You have Ryan Palmer, Colin Morikawa at minus two. DeChambeau, who after six holes was actually looking at missing the cut for the weekend, but he turned it around uh, really quickly and he was able to shoot a 67 today. I think he had like seven birdies in the final 13 holes or something. So uh, he's the, if you look at how it's going to play out this weekend, I can guarantee you one thing. You're not going to see a repeat of... Dustin uh, Johnson winning. He did not make the cut. He finished at plus five. The cut line was at plus three. So you have him. You have a couple other notables that were unable to 
um, get to the, the play in the last two days here, Saturday and Sunday in the final two rounds. You have Kucher who finished plus four. Sergio finished plus four after a 76 and a 72. You had Mike Weir uh, finished plus five. Mentioned about Dustin Johnson at plus five, Lee Westward, Mr. Cut at plus five, Rory at plus six, Mr. Cut, of course, Zach Johnson at plus seven. Um, I don't know who else I missed there, Notables. Brooks Kepka coming back after that injury and surgery was out there. I don't know how you walk that course after a surgery. Um, it's so hilly, but he was out there. Uh, he had a plus five. He missed the cut as well. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on who you think is going to pull away from the field uh, today and tomorrow. Of course, like I said, at the top of the leaderboard, you have um, Justin Rose. Is he going to be able to go maybe wire to wire? Are you going to have someone uh, like Justin Thomas, Tony Finau? You have Jordan Spieth there. I really think that when you look at it, course like that, when you're talking about the Masters, they say that the Masters doesn't really start until the back nine on Sunday. That's when you really see um, some of the players uh, fall apart. You see some of them just make some unbelievable shots, and that's really when the Masters is won on a Sunday afternoon. But today is moving day, as they say, so we're going to see what happens. I'm going to predict that you're going to have Jordan Spieth and um, you're going to have Thomas. Those two guys. And I say that because when you're playing Augusta, when you're playing, you really have to have sharp iron play. And Justin Thomas, I believe, is probably one of the best iron players on the tour. Uh, the way he was able to just control the distances and uh, if he can find the fairway and keep himself out of trouble off the tee box, I think he'll be right there to the end. Tony Fien now, you can't, you can't rule him out. He hasn't won, I believe, in five years, but he's always, always in the top five. Look for him to be around. Jordan Spieth, after coming up from that win last week, he's going to be there as well. Justin Rose, I think, will... Um, probably be in the mix, but I, I don't think he's going to end up winning. Of, of course, it's anyone's guess. Sandra Shoffley, I think, has a chance as well. But when it comes right down to it, that's where I really thought that Colin Marikawa would be in there because his iron play is tremendous as well. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm going to go with Justin Thomas. As my pick, would love to hear your thoughts. Give me a call at 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. Uh, tell me what you think as far as what you've seen in this year's Masters that maybe surprised you. Was it the way that um, Dustin fell apart, finishing bogey-bogey? Uh, was it the way that, um, you know, maybe Jordan Spieth came back and had a 68 today after a, um, a round of 71 yesterday and after winning last week. Sometimes it's hard to go back-to-back -back weeks after you just win something. So he's really coming into his own right now, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, who your favorite player is this weekend and who you think has a shot to win. We'll be right back to keep the show going. You're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Now, 
now, in-home or in-office do-it-yourself COVID-19 testing is available to you. And the results are 99% accurate. Save your time and be safe by avoiding the lines and crowds. You can test yourself and your family members at home. Test your employees at work, making sure your workplace is safe. Simply call Citation Bioscience at the number we're about to give you to order your COVID-19 testing kits. When they arrive, follow the simple instructions and send them back to us with our prepaid shipping. Results are ready the next day in 95% of the cases. And remember, they are 99% accurate and reimbursable by your insurance company. Save your time, stay safe, and avoid the crowds. Order your COVID-19 kits now by calling this number now. 800-433-8399. 800-433-8399. That's 800-433-8399. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Above the rim session here, talking a couple of miscellaneous items. One, this past week, the um, Los Angeles Sheriff's Department came out with a 22-page detailed report of what happened with Tiger Woods' accident back on February 23rd. Uh, If you look at what they're saying, he was the cause of the accident was deemed to be uh, speed. He was going 87 miles an hour in a 45 mile an hour speed zone. Uh, He failed to negotiate a turn that he came upon, thus causing the vehicle to flip and go down the embankment. So, um, you know, he never never tapped the brakes, never slowed down, went in a straight line and uh, crashed. So, uh, you know, I, I just want, I'm happy that he is okay. I'm happy that he's able to, you know, be able to go out and see his kids and hopefully he recovers to the point where he can still do a lot of things. But I have to wonder how many times now is Tiger going to be doing something uh, where he's uh, putting not just himself, but other people in harm's way. When When you're going that fast, when you're going 87 miles an hour in a 45 mile an hour zone, um, it, it's pretty selfish on your part. If you're late, if you're Tiger Woods and you're late, you pick up the phone uh, on speaker in the car and you let them know that you're going to be late. They'll, they'll wait for you. Uh, you don't go 87 miles an hour and put yourself and more importantly, other people in jeopardy. Now, what I think, I think there's more to the story. Uh, obviously, I don't know that. I'm just surmising that he didn't remember. He thought he was in Florida. They're saying that when they did interview him, the deputy, uh, he thought that he was actually in a hospital back in Florida. He did not remember the accident. So maybe he was on some type of medication or painkillers for the surgery he had recently on his back. Not quite sure. Maybe his, you know, he had low blood pressure, which is common when you go into shock with something like that. Um, that could have possibly caused it, but I don't think anyone in their right mind is going to go 87 miles an hour in a situation like that. I guess they did not find any, um, uh, they did not perform any sobriety tests. They didn't find any alcoholic beverages or any prescription drugs. There was an empty pill bottle uh, that they found in his, in his pocket on one of the backpacks. So, um, again, I just find it very strange. Tiger, 
his whole life is probably one of the luckiest unlucky people in the world with what he has gone through and, and since he's been you know into the spotlight and it's all been brought on by himself both the good and the bad so I uh, just wanted to bring that into play as far as what was going on with him this week uh, that's that's the latest on him uh, also if you look the um, all-star game was moved from Atlanta to they picked a spot. They're picking it in Colorado. So the All-Star game, uh, Manfred, the commissioner, moved the game because of the uh, feedback or fallout, if you will, from decisions made by politicians in the state of Georgia regarding uh, balloting, being able to vote, some restrictions. And the restrictions, I suppose, were being able to, you have to show your ID um, and a lot of people didn't like that. And uh, Manfred, here's my take with Manfred. He didn't, I, I don't know what his position is on uh, any of the issues that are going on with Georgia and the politics down there. I, I'm willing to bet, though, that he was told by the players that, listen, if it's in Georgia, we're not going to play. So it's not that he was supporting or taking any sides one way or the other. He just wanted to protect his own job by making sure that the all-star game that he's responsible to put on goes on somewhere. So um, he found it very, um, he found it very uh, strange that people were not going to play if in fact they kept it there and he saw the writing on the wall. So therefore he had to find a different location. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, I'll tell you my thought, and you may have heard me before. When you start politicizing sports, I think you're going over the line. I think that you, um, you know, you, you need to be able to separate the two. I think that sports again should be an outlet and it shouldn't be, a, um, used as a, as a political tool or a weapon in some cases against uh, one side or the other. I guess that don't, it doesn't matter to me what side uh, of the fence you're on or even if you're not on the fence and have no interest in the politics at all. When we're talking sports, I think it's very important that sports does not start dictating what's going on because of the politics because they will lose a lot of fans I know some people will say, well, if you don't watch the games, if you boycott the games, you're only spiting yourself. And yeah, th th there's some truth to that. I won't say there isn't. But also, you are going to lose fans and people uh, in the sports, whether it's the NBA, whether it's Major League Baseball, um, football, whatever it might be. Uh, more and more people are starting to get perturbed and not... Uh, watching the sports on TV or going to the games or anything else. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. If you want to check in, number is 877-448-7901. Um, many things to get to. We'll talk more next week about the Rays, uh, how they progressed in the last couple of days with the series with the uh, Yankees, and hopefully the Lightning can continue their, their winning ways. Again, that's all the time we have. It always goes by too fast. Enjoy the time we have together. Uh, again, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I've been your host, Jim Barron. My pleasure talking with you. 
make sure that you're staying diligent. Make sure you're staying safe. And above all, stay positive. We'll see you next time on the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1.